Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We ain't stay at night. Tune in every time. We don't do no cap. Report only facts. Hey, y'all already know what it is, man. It's your boy Don P, a.k.a. Cash Out Peasy, man. You already know y'all tuned in to the Progress Report. Yes, up? The Progress Report. All right, what's going on? It's your girl, Lala Shepard. Boss Britt, the most lit. What's up? It's your girl, DJ Excel. Hey, it's the Progress Report, man. We got our special guest, Don P. What's good? Man, what's going on? What's going on? Hey, man. Super excited to have you, man. Super, super excited, man. Big fans. You know what I mean? I've been a loyal supporter for years. You know, I showed you my CD yesterday. I definitely need my autograph soon, please. You know what I mean? For sure. So, man, we want to talk to you, man, today about, you know, just you as a solo artist and, of course, Trillville. So, you know, we want to get right into it, man. Let the world know what you got going on. Like, where you been at? What's new? Uh man, I mean, you know, it's, it's always beats, flows, and shows with me, you know what I mean? But of course, you know, uh, because of the current situation, uh, you know, so the show's been kind of put on hold, but it's been kind of fun to just uh, just kind of be at home and, and, and have time to just talk to all my people. Um, I've been enjoying all the little DJ sets and all that stuff, you know, that all the artists been doing in the battle, so... Uh, but yeah, always beats flows, and right now, um, instead of the flows, I'm finishing up the movie, the Trillville movie, um, called Crunkville. So, okay. uh, so that actually allowed me time to to finish that because I've been working on it for about a year. So, so the movie is on the way. It's probably the first or second time I didn't say something about it. So, hey, okay, talk about the movie, right? The, the movie uh, is basically um, because everybody know, you know, you know what happens once once we blew up or whatever and the singles and the songs came out. So this is more about uh, what led up to that moment. Um, this is about mm. when I was younger and uh, a young Scrappy, young Trillville, mm. uh, even young John at the time, you know, so it's, it's, yeah, it's about the come up. It's about the club scene at that time. Um our influences like how Pastor Troy and uh Three Six Mafia and uh Goody Mob and Outcast just influenced us and uh mm. influenced the whole Atlanta scene, but more really just how they influenced us and um and the stuff we had to go through at the time because a lot of people don't know, you know, crump music is like party and stuff, but you know, we was like the bad boys of crump. So our music is like fight music. So we so it shows a lot of you know it was like a black club scene that we had to kind of come up under to get to where we were at you know. Thanks, thanks, man. Um, so look, let's take it back to Trillville, man. Like, when did y'all get you know when did y'all come together? How did y'all come together? Like, let's talk about that backstory. Uh, well, you know, it started in high school. Um, I was on my puff daddy shit, you know. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was Master P, so I went and signed uh, Dirty Mouth to my label at the time. And uh, it was in the ninth grade. And then I signed, uh, yeah, the ninth grade. Contract. I didn't feel right. Yeah, my mama computer and everything, you know what I'm saying? That's hard. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so I, I just signed them, man. 
uh, and next thing you know, we just start recording music, and um, the rest is in the movie. <laughs> Can't wait to talk that. about it. Yet. Hell yeah! So where did like for you like what's your experience with the whole crunk movement and how that came about, and explain what crunk means to you. Uh, you know what the the crunk movement to me is a uh is a compilation to me of the South at the time not really being heard or respected. Um, you know, Goody Mob was one of the dopest groups of all time. Out as one of the dopest groups of all time, and they still had to like fight for the attention of you know uh, the respect I should say of like New York and all that. That's why Andre Three Thousand you know got on the war show. It was like the South got something to say. So. Long story short, I just believe that the crunk movement, the yelling, the screaming, the boisterous sound, the loud sense and everything, the jumping around, I think it was just showing everybody like, I don't give a fuck where you from, nigga, we from the South, we gonna be heard, we gonna be loud, we gonna turn up, and y'all gonna respect this shit. And if you don't like it, fuck it. You know, we're going to represent where we're from, and we're going to say it super-duper loud. And, and and the good thing about it is everybody just got on board once we got their attention. And uh, so that's, to me, where Crunk came from, representing where you're from and being proud of it, Um, mm. you know, being proud to be from the South. Because, you know, they used to say, oh, you're slow, and yeah. oh, you need to catch yeah. up. You know? So being proud of, you know, where you're from. And uh, even our radio stations had to – start to uh, capitulate to the movement because you were here, Wu-Tang and Method Man. No disrespect, I love it. I love Wu-Tang. For sure, of course. You would hear a whole bunch of New York artists on Atlanta radio. You Mm. wouldn't even hear Southern rap till like after nine o'clock. Then, Hmm. you know, you got to get your mixtape ready, get your two fingers ready to press the, you know, (laughs) play, you know what I mean, to hear some Southern shit. So I think that's where Crump came from. That's what's up. Hey, man. You you said, you know, y'all is the bad boys of crunk. And now I know, like, a lot of people that turn up too crazy at shows, like, they have trouble getting bookings because, like, the the crowd gets crazy. Like, can you say any memories of people going crazy at y'all concerts and stuff? Because I could just imagine, like, people going off. Crazy. Oh, yeah. Nah, I mean, we were, to me, I feel like we were, like, the first... Maybe it's not the first, but one of the few uh, groups that had, like, black mosh pits. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, the mosh pits, it, it was like a real black mosh pit, like a real rock concert. And um, it's funny because sometimes, the you know, the club owners, you know, would be like, hey, man, hey, y'all, you know, try to keep it down, you know, you know, don't do this, don't do that, you know. But uh, we never we never listened to the uh, – to the promoters, man. We just did our thing. And uh, I, I know I, it, this is funny. When we were like rookies, first coming in, our first single ever, a lot of the bigger artists like a Volume JG or like just mm-hmm. artists, right? They, you know, you you know, you're supposed to open up for those guys. You know what I'm saying? Because right. they're artists. They was like, hell no, we're not, we not going after y'all. Nope. <laughs> yeah, they, like they were too crazy. Yeah, they would literally come in our dressing room and, and like our manager would be like, yo, they just want to ask, uh, can they go before y'all? We like, well, open up. Hey, what? Uh, what? Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because they knew like anything can happen. Like a fight could break out or the fight could be over, or you know, the energy would just be gone, you know, after the crunk shit. So 
they used to actually open up for us, you know. You know, they well, I just say they wanted to go before us, you know. I ain't gonna say open up. They want. You know <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't hey. want to come after some crunk music like hey, that. that? <laughs> Place probably a hey, water everywhere, right? A straight man. Is the crunk movement like did it bring the south more together? Or did it create more rivalries? Because that's like some stuff where you can like start falling out with people so what, what's your perspective on that did it create more unity to you yeah to, to me uh the crunk the movement was one of the few movements that i actually see like a million people on stage with each other like uh i mean even, we even had to trap people on stage like ti hell yeah uh, crusher lil john uh young bloods trillville scrappy troy we'll all be on the same it could be like that's the Troy show, but everybody will be on stage. There's no way in hell now you will see a, you know, not a name on name, but no way in hell now you'll see oh. a young Thug show or something. And then you got, like, when let's say you just seen a show with just like the whole everybody that's hot in Atlanta on the same stage, or even like, say, if an artist getting a reward, if Lil John getting a reward, award, I said reward, if Lil John getting a award or something, the whole everybody will get up and go up there and just share yeah. it. Like, yeah, that's you know? fact. You you don't see that shit now. You know yeah, what I'm that's saying? crazy, man. That's true. Yeah, I, I think it brought us uh, more together because, like I was saying before, we was all just trying to be heard and be respected at that time. So we was all together for sure. That's what's up. That's dope, man. Yeah, the crunk movement, man. That was one of my favorite times, boy. I remember them team dances and parties, boy. Crazy. We used to be lit. Like that crazy. shit was so dope. Like. But talk about like why did you uh why did y'all and Scrappy decide to put out a joint project? Like I love that album. Like you see, I still got it. Like I still listen to that motherfucker. But why did y'all decide to do a joint project for y'all first, you know, y'all debut? Uh so so it was the idea actually came from um from Vince. He was uh one of the CEOs of BME at the time. And mm. uh, you know, Trillville, I actually everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Actually, the one who put the whole BME, you know, thing together. And mm. uh, Scrappy was actually about to sign the oomph count. Uh, really? Yeah, and uh, before he did, I had, you know, went up to him one time. I was like, hey, you know, why don't you, you know, come holler at, uh, we're going to go over there to BME, you know, come holler at uh, Vince, you know, see what they're talking about, you know, have some options or whatever. And um, so he came over there to BME, and uh, Lil John and uh, and I had already seen us and him at a show, and Lil John already kind of liked him anyway from the show. So uh, I guess they would, we were both hot at the same time. And uh, I guess BME, they just some smart motherfuckers because they just took one budget and pushed two two acts at the same time. Oh, like, you know, so I guess it was cost efficient. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense, man. Like it's just that was just interesting to me at that time. I'm like, damn, like it's two separate projects on one project. I could appreciate it, but you know, I was just curious. Like I was just curious how that went. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you like um a couple of uh I'm gonna bring up a couple of records from that project and then you just let me know like some of your memories creating those records. All right. All right. All right so uh first, never ever. Never ever. Oh man, that's that's my baby right there. That's my baby. Uh I made the track. Um matter of fact, I had did the track over like three different times, but the last time mm. I had made the track was um 
right before we was about to like like really sign sign and um i start i had gotten nervous because i i didn't like any other versions of it and mm. uh, we were like on the on that brink where you like right there you about to get this big break but you just don't have it right so I had got, we were really nervous and I just, I just woke up that morning. I went straight to the studio. I was like, man, I don't give a fuck. This shit finna be the hottest shit ever. I don't give a fuck. I just zoned the fuck out. I did the track. I got all the breakdowns in there. You tell, I was like doing the most with that beat. Like it's breakdown <laughs> shit everywhere in the beat. So, and, and, um, when we went to the studio, um, I just, just went crazy and that's me on the hook. And I just told the engineer, I was like, yo, just put get on my level through the whole fucking record i was like i don't give a fuck no more like I, if i don't make it i'm going down with a fucking bang like you know so i was at that stage of my of my life you know where it was like either i'm just gonna be a broke ass nigga and uh, you know, or, or i'm a or, you know a regular you know just you know to, you know work or whatever or 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 i'm gonna make it in the in the music business my dream and um you know i just was like i'm gonna throw everything including the kitchen sink at this record and just hope it works and it did, thank God. Okay, okay. What about Crunk uh, in Your System featuring uh, Pastor Troy? Crunk in Your System, that was a fun record. Uh, damn, another instance of I'm nervous as shit. So mm. I, I had did, um, we was at the studio all day bullshit. And um, I had did the, the record for John album called uh, Contract. And I was singing, mm. like, hey, big. So I was originally song that whole song, but I was like, man, okay. we was playing around. So I was like, man, John gonna be mad as fuck, bro. We ain't got shit done. Nobody gonna <laughs> like that shit. That shit is stupid, right? So everybody, so everybody was asleep at the studio because we had been drinking smoking all day. And I was like, it was just me and the engineer up. And I was, and I just seen everybody laying around. I was like, man, y'all niggas need to get some crunk in y'all system or something, bro. You know, so that's what I'm so once again, that's me on the whole hook. So it sounds like it's a million people, but that's just me by myself stacking it like a hundred times. Just all right, do it again. Do it again. Get some crud. You know what I'm saying? So that's great. Yeah. And I was like high as shit too. Like I was on some of everything. All right. Okay. All right. Now this next one, this is my favorite song. I still listen to this motherfucker all the time. Um, the hood. Oh yeah, yeah. The hood, the hood. That's one of my favorite joints. Yeah, those, that's one of those ones where like you really gotta be a real fan, like to appreciate that. Right? Like if you say you like the hood, yeah, that's real trivial fan. Because you know, gonna be like some cut, you know, bed squeak, you know. Now we gonna talk about that next for sure. <laughs> but if you a real fan, you love you love the hood, man. That's one of those ones. Hell yeah, man! All right, well you said it. Some cuts. Uh, some cut man. That that's that's just one of those special records. Um, uh, rest in peace to uh this girl named Star, Star and uh, my boy Dirty Mouth um came up with the hook for that record and um mm. and, and the bed squeak wasn't even in the song. It was just the song was done without the bed squeak and uh one day Lil John was just like listening to the record and he was rocking back and forth in the chair <laughs> and then. And then we was like, hold up. I remember the guitar player said, hey, hey, 
It sound like that go with the beat. And then everybody was like, that go with the beat. Hey, we got the beat. That's crazy. And so we put it in the beat and the best week was born. And then it was just, and the funny thing about that record is we didn't even perform that record because it was a it was the crunk movement. So every song we oh. did was a crunk song. So the only way that record even came out was uh the DJs. The DJs, I didn't even know it was our song. The DJ was playing it one day. I went up to him, I was like, yo, who was that? He's like, ah, uh, hell no. Nah. It's you. That's I like crazy. <laughs> so, crazy. Nah, bro. I think even even performing this, like even during the crunk era, I think once that fucking beat drop, I think people gonna go crazy in a Hell different yeah. type of way. Though, you know? Oh yeah, no, they did. No, they did. It was like some man. It was, hard. Yeah, it was hard. That's why I was like, "Who is this?" I was like, "Whoa, that's, <laughs> that's crazy." Wow. I gassed myself up. That. Right. But um, yo, since we're talking about some cut, right? I realized there's like about like 27 songs that sampled that. Um, like still recently, I'm trying to see the Go Loco by Tiger YG just sampled that, and mm. um, uh, Best on Earth by Russ, which was going off in the clubs, you yeah. know, crazy before everything mm -hmm. shut down. Like, how do you feel about people sampling your stuff, and do you like the new songs that are doing it? Oh yeah, no, I love it, man. Uh, number one, I, I just feel so blessed and um that it, you know and appreciative that people actually, you know, that we did something that people just you know love so much and uh that they want to you know continue to remake and, and keep alive. So I mean, I'm I'm beyond blessed. Uh, I actually just signed off on one today, like literally probably about three minutes before I jumped online. That's probably why I was late. I was checking the email, but this mm. uh. A young artist, super young, uh, dude named Max. Mm. He just um he just sampled oh. the record, and I just signed off on it literally like twenty minutes before I got on here. So I love yeah. it. That's crazy. Oh. So what's those checks looking it? like though? <laughs> man, it, it's cool, man. It's cool. That's why I said. That's why I like really like say I'm like so blessed and uh, appreciative. And uh, man, it's 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 amazing. It's been a, it's 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 a great. It's great. It's great. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so y'all yeah. still own that record and uh like all your publishing and things like that? Huh? Y'all still own that record, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so uh we, we got a publishing deal and um every time you know somebody sample it, you know, they administer the publishing. Uh yeah, you know, they'll let us know and uh then I'll just sign off on it. That's what's up. Did y'all know about that like early in the game yeah. or did that just come about like throughout your career? Oh uh, well, I always been like I said. I always wanted to be Puffy and and, and Master P anyway. So yeah. you know, I was signing niggas when I was in the ninth grade. Ninth grade, so right? I've always been on that business shit, like always. That's what's up. That's hard. Hell yeah, man! It was some other records too, like uh, shit. Even on your other project, on your second project that I was fucking with, like I'm pimping, like shit. Watch mm -hmm. me do this, like shit. Y'all had the Who Is I with uh, Three Six Mafia and Lil White, but then like you know, like I was so fucking thirsty to get some more y'all music. Like this was like back before the mixtapes and shit. So LimeWire, like that's how I would find like the other records, like Man Up and shit. Yeah. So like. How did those records like? How did they? How did they leak? Or how did they? You know the the records that wasn't on projects. Like where did they come from? That's a good question. So, uh, Man Up was actually on um, on the Hustle and Flow soundtrack. Um, okay. Yeah. So that was, that was on the Hustle and Flow soundtrack. Um, okay. But I did really good. Um, 
Uh, yes, I still like that show. Hell yeah, the one with three six that was on uh, the Choices soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, that they came out, that movie went platinum. Uh, so that did really well. And then the, the other records, um, I don't know. They, I mean, DJs get a hold of them and they just put them out. You know what I'm saying? The DJs, uh, man. Facts, facts, facts. The DJs have always been like my best, best friend. And, and like, mm-hmm. It comes from really Lil John being a DJ. So one thing that he instilled in us is, yo, I'm a DJ. Yeah, you know, y'all respect me, respect all the. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. DJs, I don't give a fuck what's going on. Y'all mm. know the DJ. That was the hey, John, not a man of many words. Like he ain't gonna really talk. Like especially like trying to give advice and shit, because he'll he'll really do that shit. You know what I'm saying? So so that's like one of the. Only things like that he would like say, you know, respect the DJs, fuck with the DJs. Like that was his all he preached. That's what's up. That's um, dope. How's the relationship oh. with John nowadays? I mean, I, I talk to John, man, almost every day. Um nice. Lil John like my sensei, man. Like, you know, mm. I you know, almost like kinda like how Kobe was to George, you know. So I'm probably not living up to, to Lil John's standards right now, but <laughs> But uh, but no, he uh, man, he 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 he's really cool, man. Uh, he's a really good friend, and uh, like I said, I talk to him almost every day. I be running all type of shit by him. I don't put shit out really without him being like, oh yeah, that shit hard. Or, you know, mm. if, if he don't if he don't say it's hard, I'd be like, ah oh, damn. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Or something, but yeah, yeah, John, that's my boy. That's a blessing, man, to be able to call somebody like John, boy. Man, like, go right. Go. No. I'm gonna keep bugging him until he like ignore me one day. Like, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um, talk about just you know switching gears, like um, like Trillville. Like, I know like y'all never officially like broke up or anything, but when you did decide to go solo, like, talk about that, and then also to get into production. Oh uh, well, well that's how it kind of happened first. Uh, you know, uh, I just started really concentrating uh, more on my production because. During the Trillville days, I, I, I mean, I produced for a lot of independent artists on the road. Mm. Uh, I didn't really have time to really sit down and, and um, you know, make beats like I kind of first started um, doing. Because originally, I wasn't even going to rap. I was just going to kind of make the beats, and Trillville was going to be like my group, you know. Mm. Yeah, but I jumped in there because I didn't want to get, I didn't want the train to leave. So I just started rapping like, oh, shit, fuck that. <laughs> but, uh but uh but yeah so uh but yeah it started with production and um that's when i got uh the records on uh i did a young jock single uh bottle popping um i did a step up 3d soundtrack uh the theme for that with t-pain and uh fabo and roscoe dash Mm. and then uh, i i did a few records for gucci we did a lot of records uh so i just started doing production mostly and uh so that's kind of how that kind of came about and everybody just kind of spread it out, started doing their own thing. Okay. Got you. Got you. Got you. Um, talk about some differences in my bag. So I I was just going to say, talk about the differences that you noticed, like in a, in a business, um, 
just from you know then to now. Oh, now, oh man, man, that's a lot easier now, man. Like mm -hmm. you, you reach so many people now, like you know what I mean. I always tell people at this point, anybody could be like a, a, a artist. Honestly, mm -hmm. like uh, it's it, it's like eight billion people on the planet, and I always tell people just find your million. You know, just find your. If you can't find a million people to like you. Out of eight billion people on the planet, then nigga, you don't need to be no artist, bro. <laughs> and then you have access to all these people. So, you know, back in our day, we had to go see all these people. Like, it wasn't no social media. It wasn't no, hey, look at me. I'm kind of, I, I always tell people, it was social media back then. When we was doing we was doing, we had to be locked Man. up. One or the other. Yeah, for real. <laughs> or locked up, you know what I'm saying? Because we was we was some wild niggas, you know. And a lot of niggas get locked up now for telling on themselves and shit. But uh, but but the reach, I think, mm. the ability to be able to reach so many people at any time, man, that's the biggest biggest difference for sure. Mm. But find gotcha. your. Do you think it's saturated too? Like. Is that a, a down part that there's so many artists now that are that can reach that many people? Uh, I mean, it does it does kind of split the attention span. Um, it does, but I think anytime uh, that you can have access to anybody you want at any time, I feel like that's a good thing. Options is always more options the better. To me, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, back in the day, you know, you, you all you had was the radio and they gonna shove the same 10 songs down your throat until you like that shit, whether you like it or not. You know what I'm saying? So now you got a choice to be like, I don't want to listen to that shit. I'm gonna listen to this shit. I'm gonna listen to this. Or I'm gonna listen to that. You know, so I think the options is is a good thing for sure. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, talk about your new single. Cash Out 40. Yeah, yeah, that beat's stupid as hell. Yeah, man, I've been getting so much love. I appreciate it. I've been getting so much love uh, on that record. Um, I mean, people just love it, man. They love the beat. They love the, the song. Uh, I actually was just, like, bullshitting when I did it. You know what I'm mm. saying? Cause, mm. uh, you know, because all the girls, you know, they be asking for 40. And I'm like, man, what's up with this hot party shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, 40, like, what the I'm fuck? <laughs> 40. Just give me 40. Like, it ain't, you know what I mean? That 40 add up like a motherfucker, you know? <laughs> hey, especially if you get it. Catch at me 40 right now. I got you. I got I'm you. Dead. Yeah. Dead. I called myself doing like a promotion. I was like, you know, I just woke up one day on some bullshit and I put out a, 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 a post. I was like, man, you share my shit. I'm going to send you $40, right? Mm. People start doing it, start doing it. They start sharing. I said, like, you had to share it to, like, 50 people to get to 40, right? So so they start sharing it, start sharing it. And I'm cash-having niggas 40, cash-having, you know, all these people $40, right? So, you know, I'm feeling good about myself and shit. So mm -hmm. I go, you know, I, you know, as everything kind of calm down, I go and look at how much I spent. I was like, what the fuck? Add up. <laughs> <That should add laughs> up. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's funny. Yeah, that's good marketing, though. Yeah, sure. you, you, you said about 30 people, $40, boy. Hey, hey it should add up. Well, right there. Yeah, yeah. Thank God it wasn't 100. Right. For real. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's on, um, it's on all platforms now. So everybody go, you know, add it to your playlist. Um, sure. 
it, it's dope as fuck. Everybody love that shit. So I'm pretty sure, you know, y'all figured out y'all like it too. Hell yeah, that motherfucker hard. Is that a song you just done recently? Yeah, I just did it. Like, uh, I did it like during the pandemic. Mm. I was about to say, because Cash App is the way people are getting their money right now. So it only makes sense to Word. drop that. And I know back in the day, like, you had to do a crazy preparation. And now you can do something relevant and drop it the next day, which is crazy. Nah, straight up. Straight up. You really can. And it's crazy. Like, back in the day, like, you would do an interview in a magazine and it'll take 30 days for that bitch to Man. come out. <laughs> I used to love getting Word Up magazines and reading about niggas and shit. Oh, that shit was hard as hell. Up. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> that shit used to be dope. And even like with the um CDs, like, you know, looking at the booklets, like, I miss that shit. I ain't even gonna lie. Nah, like, I miss, I miss, yeah, I miss that shit, for real. I used to, I used to read the whole yeah. Real yeah, talk. Right. Real so with talk. your new music, do you have any plans of bringing back, like, the crunch sound? Because I know um Deuce, I think that's Duke Deuce. Deuce. Duke yeah, Deuce, he really trying to bring that sound back. So, like, mm -hmm. you have any plans of that or thought about that? Yeah, uh, actually, uh, actually, he he actually re he actually inspired me to um, record this year. That's that's the funniest thing. I when mm -hmm. I had a whole little New Year's resolution set up and shit, I was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna make beats. I'm not doing nothing else. I'm making beats for every nigga in the industry. Like, that was oh man. And then next thing you know, Crunk A Day come out and fucking and my phone just blowing up. Like, it's just blowing the fuck up. Like, niggas like, bro, niggas is bringing the Crunk shit back. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. So niggas sent me the link to the video. I see the nigga dancing and I'm like, man, mm -hmm. that shit is kind of hard. So then my lawyer hit me. He was like, hey, bro, me do a remix to that shit. Mm. Now, I'm like, all right, fuck it. Got to do what my lawyer say, you know what I mean? <laughs> Hell yeah. You know, you hey, always get in the habit of that shit, nigga. Your lawyer tell you to do something, nigga, do that shit. Mm. So, <laughs> I go in, I do, the, I do the remix. Next thing you know, niggas hit me up like, bro, your song is jamming, bro. So niggas was trying to get it mixed up for a minute. I was like, no, nah, that's not me. It's really his song. I'm doing the remix. Yeah. Uh, but, but long story short, people just loved it. And then it just called, it just sent me into an artist mode. So I end up in artist mode when I was really going to be a producer mode. But so now I'm like in total artist mode now. That's crazy. Nice. Yo. Nice. Hell yeah, man. Um, What's your, what's your favorite, your uh favorite fan encounter or fan memory? Uh, man, it had to be when we was in, um, we was in Indianapolis, Indianapolis, I think. Oh. And um, we was at the mall. And this before that we knew we were like how big we were. Mm. I think the video had like just came out on BET. Cause you gotta remember back then we'll work a single for like a year. So get on my yeah, level yeah. a year with no video. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. So, yeah. wow. so we was used to kind of being able to kind of walk around a little bit without people knowing who we were. So we went to the mall one uh, in Indianapolis one time, and it was the first time ever. We just in there shopping normal. We, you know, we in there just shopping. We just so happened to look up, and it's just like a mob of people outside the foot, like, like a mob of motherfuckers. Like we were <laughs> doing some shit. You know what I'm saying? So 
um it, it was just crazy just that, that was my first time experiencing like that type of fan you know fandom and uh it just always stuck with me like you know anytime that that you blessed to have the power to make people happy or you know to have that effect on people to where you can put a smile on their face and make their day i think that was something uh you know to be cherished and not taken advantage of so ever since then it just stuck with me like you know every time i'm out or every time i do a show i'm gonna give 110 percent and uh just really appreciate and just be in the moment and uh sign every autograph and all type of shit you know because I was like, wow, these motherfuckers really happy to see us. You know, you know what I'm saying? So it was just crazy. We had to get like like carried out the mall. Cause you know, we was like 18 then. So like we on our security back and shit get carried out the mall. It was crazy. That's crazy. That's hard. That's super hard. Um, also too, man, talk about like just you know your health regimen. Like it seemed like you had lost weight like um from like maybe 10 years ago when you was doing some interviews and stuff. So talk about that. Yeah, so uh, I actually just lost this weight because, uh, like I said, I was on my my New Year's resolution shit. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. I'm sweating now. I, I literally just got out of the gym. Nice. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so I think October, uh, I had to, we had a show in North Carolina, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm like 250 some pounds, and mm. I'm just tired as shit, you know, uh, from, you know, jumping around on stage. I'm just like, damn, I can't even get, get on my level. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not jumping around and be crunking shit. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so I was like, you know what, when I get back, I'm just going to fucking get in shape, bro. So I just, I, I bought a treadmill and, uh, I put a whole gym in my house. Like I got a whole gym in my fucking house. Dope. And, uh, so every time I, uh, you know, wake up, I just go down. I start lifting. I start running, and I got a crunk playlist. Uh, it's actually on Spotify. Actually, I actually was just about to uh, start advertising for it, and just nice. to give people, like, but it's called it's called a uh, crunk shit period. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I used to just keep it to myself, but I'm gonna put it out there for anybody who wanna uh, work out, man. That those the songs that I got on that fucking playlist, yeah, you know, right? I <laughs> Energy, yeah. yeah. That's hard. That's dope. That's hard. Definitely put that out. Yeah, definitely. Right. How right. many people want to hear that, especially from you? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely, man. Health so, as well. Health as well, for sure. Hell yeah. How do you um like keep your ear to the street and just you know keep your ear relevant to what's going on and shit? Um. Well, you know, you know, I, uh. You know, I, I I like to you know keep keep my ear to the street. I like to keep one foot in, one foot out there now and then. You know, I still like to thug it there now and then. You know what I'm saying? But uh, for the most part, it's just just never being an old head, bro. Like, you know, you get so many old niggas that just hate all the new shit. Like, yeah. you know, like I love the new shit. Like, what, like nigga, like motherfucker, like nigga, ask me what I'm listening to. I name off like a whole bunch of young niggas that will mm. nobody fucking know you know i think a lot of that come from just having a teenage son too like he listened yeah. and i just love everything he listened to and uh he'll bring people like have you heard this person i'll be like oh yeah i've been on that shit you know <laughs> <laughs> that's hard so, what artists yeah. right now like what artists do you like the most right now that are re- uh, relevant uh like i said i mean max sauce it was crazy that he just uh sampled our record because I had already been listening to him. You know what I'm saying? Um, Max 
songs. I like Little Baby. I like um just man, Eric, I can't even name them all right now. I literally had to go through my my playlist, but man, I mm. like man, I like some of everybody, bro. Like my playlist is crazy. That's what's up. Yeah, my playlist is like crazy. So do your son got any type of like musical talent or is he like following in your footsteps in that manner? Yeah, uh he actually just did, actually. Um not too long ago. Uh well he always like rapped and stuff when he was little. But uh now he like he make like some fire ass beats. I ain't gonna lie to you. I actually rapped off one of them uh the other day. That nigga made some hard ass beats, bro. I ain't gonna lie. That's dope. That That's nigga <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I didn't even know where that shit came from. I, but I, 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 guess it came from, I don't know, but I just taught him how to like use, I bought him a laptop and mm. uh, I just taught him how to use the equipment and next thing you know, he just started making some heat, some fucking heat, right? Like, that nigga shit hard. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> nice. Dope. Nice. So um, the name of our show is called The Progress Support. We talk about growth and getting better. Um, so what does the word progress mean to you? Uh, progress, man. I mean, I mean, you, you gotta always, uh, be looking to progress in anything that you're doing. Uh, one thing I learned, uh, just, just in life is that everybody who was doing what they were doing back then and kept doing it is like successful as fuck now. Like it's the craziest thing. And then the people who kind of like gave up, you know what I'm saying? Like they're not, you know, successful, you know what I'm saying? Because they, you know, they gave up and chose to do something else or whatever. But the people that like a nigga that was shooting videos 10 years ago is like the nigga now, you know what I'm saying? Or a nigga that was like, like we made it before a lot of artists made because we made it so young. Right. But those same artists that, that, you know, wasn't on then. And that was like, you know, asking us for features and asking me for beats now. I mean, then or like, Niggas, I would ask for features and beats now, you know what I'm saying? Because they just kept going and kept doing what they do. So I guess the more of the story is, um, you know, just uh, just don't give up, man. If you feel, if you got a dream on something and you feel strongly about it and uh, you're passionate about it, just keep doing it, man. You know, because, I mean, your biggest enemy is honestly you. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you look in the mirror... You are your biggest enemy. It ain't nobody else. It ain't nobody on the outside because niggas too worried about themselves to really give that much of a fuck about you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You your biggest enemy, your body, your reflection, because your body want to eat all day and get fat. Your body want to sleep late. You know what I'm saying? Your spirit is who you really are. It's not your physical sense. It's your spirit, your dreams. Oh, I want the big house. I want the car. I want to be the best cooker. I want to be the the best rapper, the best basketball, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's your spirit. That's who you really are. But your 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 body, you know, you got to put him in the shape. You got to be like, hey, look, nigga, we're going to get up early today. Nigga, we're going to work out. Nigga, we're going we gonna to get some muscles today. Nigga, we going to, you know what I'm saying? So you're, you your biggest enemy, so you got to conquer yourself. You got to you gotta beef with yourself. I be talking to myself all the time, like, hey, nigga, fuck that shit. Nigga, we finna work. We working today. I don't care if I'm feeling lazy. Nah, nigga, fuck that. Nigga, yeah. we work. if I'm finna eat some Cheetos at, at, at 12 at night, nah, bitch, we ain't eating that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what I'm you gotta be with yourself. Yeah. Real shit, though. 
You know what I'm saying? Your body, your body want to fuck random bitches and shit. Like, oh mm. shit, nah, nigga, nope, you gotta nope. Head up. Head up. <laughs> you got to control yourself, man. Yourself is your biggest obstacle. You, you get that motherfucker together, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Nah, that's right. That's definitely right. man. Hell yeah, man. It's been a dope conversation, man. We appreciate your time for real. Anything else you want the people to know? Man, just hey, just add Cash Out 40 to y'all uh playlist. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I appreciate the love that y'all giving me and uh everybody else, all the DJs. Uh yeah, man. We hey, we're gonna keep going. Be on the lookout for the Trillville movie. Y'all Can't follow. Wait. Don P. Don P. Trillville. I forgot to change my name. I, see, I was gonna do the beat shit, but you know, the I'm, I'm, a, I'm in artist mode. So Don P. Trillville, that's my that's my uh uh my tag for IG and all that shit. So y'all follow me, and uh we got big shit coming, man. A whole bunch of cool stuff for the fans. Um, a lot of givebacks because you know a lot of people going through stuff. So I definitely yeah. just been trying to uh, not only entertain but you know, just try to give whatever I can to, you know, whoever may need it, you know, at the time or whatever. So I definitely been trying to do my little part with this whole thing going on because uh, that's what people need right now is, uh, I think, laughs, entertainment, uh, support, and uh, just love, man. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. We need that's a uh, Trillville versus uh, Crime Mob. Oh, I'm with it. Oh, that should be. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Hard. You know, it's crazy. I... Man, I wanted to do a a, a Trillville Crime Mob album. Oh, uh, I would have loved it. Man, yeah, man. Uh, I still, I still, I, I mean, you know, you know, I had to work some things out on their end. You know, of course, we we down with it, and uh, a few a few oh. of the members down with it. But you know, we got to just you know work it out. But but man, yeah. I, I still want to do it, man, because I thought hey. that was, yeah. That'll be dope. The verses, man. I think that right. that'll be hard. For sure. That would be fun. That would be fun. be fun. be fun. Yeah. Out, man. No, I'm definitely with that. You know, I'm definitely with that shit. Yeah, yeah, that'll be dope. Grandma, man, they like, my, they like, they like my my little homies, man, because like they were like when we was coming up, they were like even younger than us because we was like mm-hmm. they, they was like in high school. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I remember when I first heard nothing you book before anybody else, and mm. it was 
up. And it was like the day before we was about to go, uh, I was about to go have a meeting with BME. Mm. And I remember just sitting there looking for a minute like, oh, that shit hard. <laughs> like, dude, that shit was hard. So, uh, but yeah, nah, crime off. Yeah, they cool as hell, for sure. We ain't stay at nine. Tune in every time. We don't do no cap. Report only facts. Crackers report. We got the news. New interviews. We got the stats. Keep it a rack. Don't join the pack. Know where we at. We ain't stay at nine. Tune in every time. We don't do no cap. Report only facts. Uh. Crackers report. We got the news. New interviews. We got the stats. Keep it a rack. Don't join the pack. Know where we at. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.